0: What's it like to start a contracting business while juggling a full-time job? Well, you're going to find out on today's show. Today, we have a very special interview with EGIA's own Scott Dimming and a contractor named Chad Bird. Chad just went full-time in his contracting business after building it up on the side. Scott dives into what it's been like in the first few months. Take it away, Scott. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of EGIA's Cracking the Code, the video interview series where contractors help contractors with tips, practices, and processes. I'm your host, Scott Deming. With us today, very special guest, Mr. Chad Bird from Georgia Air. Let's bring him in. Chad, how you doing, my friend? Good, Scott. Thanks for having me on today. Great to have you. Great to have you. Hey, uh, so Chad, uh, we're going to chat for about 15, 20 minutes. And uh, before we do, I always like starting off with like, what would cause a guy like you to get into this crazy business of becoming a contractor? So just kind of, if you wouldn't mind, take us through that that evolution and then we'll get into a little more detail on the different things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Thank you for asking. So um, originally started back in 2004, um, basically straight out of high school, worked in heating and air, as I went through college uh, locally here in Savannah Georgia, uh, basically working working summers, I started off as a helper uh, install helper my my first day I was in the attic you know spreading mastic with a mastic brush um, from there I went to school uh, twice twice a week and worked three days a week and that uh, eventually flourished into working five days a week and going to night school I uh, like to like to spend money back then. Um, and just kind of stuck with it uh, throughout the years. I realized I could make some make some good money at it. I wasn't great at, uh, at college in general. So I uh, ended up ending that uh, about two years into it and going full
0: time in, in heating and air. All right. So let's get into this part of it. You were kind of in and out of heating and air. Then you worked for a, an organization that I'm very familiar with, Gulfstream. Uh and while you were working was it while you were working at Gulfstream that you you started your own side business? Yep. Yeah, so uh was in the commercial started out in light commercial then uh
1: a residential company, uh, a big actually the biggest local company here. And uh worked my way up through install install manager. Um my wife at the time got pregnant, we needed some better insurance, so uh, Gulfstream was the place to be. So I actually left, uh, the heating and air company I was at, went to work for Gulfstream and was there, uh, about three years working on the G6 line, which, you know, most people are familiar with, uh, got to go do test flights, um, cold soaks, customer flights. And, uh, it's, it's all fun until you take off and go fly for eight hours and land in the same spot you took off at. So, uh, while I was there, I, uh. I made a decision factory work really wasn't for me. Same thing, day in, day out, uh, rotating planes every couple months. So started studying up and took my state test past that. And uh, once I got my state license, uh, I linked up with a couple uh, property management companies uh, in, my, in my hometown and was, was doing some service stuff, mainly install for them. And uh, it, it kind of flourished from there.
0: But so, so you went from, uh, from Gulfstream to another, uh, a mechanical company, correct? I did. Yep. So So is is that when you start, is that when you started your, your, uh, your company part-time?
1: Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of whenever we got, or I got serious.
0: Um, so talk to talk to us now about, just talk to us about how you, how you started this, this side business and, uh, you know, what that was like while you were still trying to work full time. Can you do that?
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> it created its challenges. Um, and I was actually getting ready to, to leave Gulfstream and, and go full time uh, with my company. We had LLC'd and, and built a, you know, a first time cheesy website. And, um, and I got a phone call from a friend that worked for uh, a large mechanical company. Uh, Comfort Systems USA, which is about a, uh, I think about a $2 billion company. And she was asking for help starting a project team. So uh, of course, you know, corporate threw some money and and I went after it and kind of put my, my dreams on hold and ended up working there about three years. Uh, at the same time, I was building my company because we were majority residential. Uh, so, and they were fully aware of that. So our, our our work didn't cross over of course we got we got calls from commercial companies uh our commercial customers wanting work and i would just refer them back over to comfort systems and work with them on on that front uh so kind of a, a interesting mix um but i did that for for three years and finally in in 2022 i decided to uh to leave my nice cush corporate six-figure job and and make the jump and, and go work for myself so
0: well, so a lot of a lot of guys do what you did. A lot of guys they they start a business on the side while they're working somewhere else. Um, you know, hopefully, the mission there it's an ethical thing. You know, they're not they're not stealing business from the company they're working for. But a lot of folks, I mean, right. uh, you know when i was a kid i started uh freelancing i was working at an ad agency and i was freelancing for uh, companies that were too small for the agency to even think about so a lot of be- a lot of people do that but l- let me ask you this because there are some folks watching this who will probably be like wow that's what i'm trying to do or i'm thinking of doing Um, uh, give us a little bit of an idea what was what was it like what were some of the challenges working full-time trying to get a crew going, trying to keep work going. I mean, I don't know how many hours you might've been working, but talk to us for just a few minutes about the challenges you faced while you were trying to get this uh, Georgia era up and running.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the challenges are about as real as they get. Um, you know, there was days where I would go in, I had to be at Gulfstream at, you know, 615 in the morning, work, 10 hour shifts. I would, uh, we had something called the mezzanine I would be under and, you know, taking phone calls and, in, and, and scheduling things. And I would go out and, and work. Um, there's days where, you know, when I was at Gulfstream, we were doing some work for, I was doing some work for McDonald's at the time. And, uh, I would go into work, go to work, set units at McDonald's at night, get back in my, my car, I'd change in the parking lot, get back in my car and drive back to Gulfstream and work a full day. So, um, and then when I went to comfort systems, that kind of, that kind of dropped out uh, because of the commercial competition, I guess. But uh, the biggest thing was, you know, having somebody you could rely on on the outside and a game changer for me was, you know, my, my first real employee that, that had his heart in it, which was my brother uh, came on with us. And uh, he was just a go-getter and I was able to bring a CSR on after him. Um, So I had had that one CSR, one tech, uh, in the end of 2021, I, uh, I brought on my second technician and then we always had a, I had an install subcrew at the time. So now we're, we're two techs, uh, one CSR and uh, two installers. And we, uh, in 2021, we, we ran right underneath 1.5 million. Um, wow. But the biggest thing is, is having uh, process and procedure in place, which you hear, you know, a, a lot of. A lot of coaches preach. Uh, you know, the e myth is a great book for that. Um, having your financials in place, getting rid of all your, if you're working two jobs, you know, take that side money and you put it back into the company, but make sure you're paying off your liabilities. That was the biggest yeah. thing for me, is I was able to take take the cash I was earning and pay off all of my personal debt. So when I made the jump, there was nothing that was holding me back as far as. There there was no bills, uh, which that is
0: such a great point, you know, uh, because every, every, every book you read and every leader you speak to and or listen to, uh, they're going to say the same thing. If you are ever thinking about getting into business for yourself, make sure you are financially sound. I mean, don't do it on a shoestring. So many people do it on a shoestring and it just, it forces you to make bad decisions if you're trying to figure out a way to pay the bills. But, uh, the other thing that you mentioned, and I think it's extremely important, you said one of the, one of the things that really helped you feel comfortable about taking, making the leap is your brother came along and you knew you had a, you knew you had somebody that had their heart in the business as much as you did. So if you put, if you could take the top two or or three, uh, items that need to be in place to start a company, you probably just said it financially sound and have people that care about the business as much as you care about the business, correct?
1: Correct. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. Um those are those are definitely
0: the top. So now you're now you are um you're full time with Georgia Air, yes? Correct, yes. Okay. As As of January. Awesome. Well congratulations. Um you know the the this program cracking the code we we want to get folks like you on who have done a lot of different things but have kind of honed it down to some real strong practices some strong processes and procedures and i guess what i'd like to ask you now is now that you're full time talk to us about some of the things you're doing that are that you believe have helped you kind of you know get past some of the hurdles that a lot of companies are are going through so talk about Georgia Air right now
1: yeah, well, you know, I can I can tell you something that's helped me a lot um, is, is joining EGIA, honestly, and uh, <laughs> nobody paid me to say that, by the way. Uh, I went down to Gary's boot camp. Um, Drew and Gary put on the boot camp in Orlando financial boot camp for 2022 planning. It opened my eyes a lot. Um, actually, when I got there, I was able to sit down next to Drew uh, at the bar and we were eating dinner and Uh, we talked about a lot of this and, you know, I'm doing his, his marketing 360 classes, which has been great. Um, the Facebook groups and that's, you know, EGIA and outside of Contractor Connect, uh, HVAC business, you know, owners and managers groups, Service Einsteins. Uh, there's some great guys in there that are willing to help. I've had phone conversations with, you know, Travis Smith from, uh, Sky Heating and Air, um, podcasts like this one, um, Let's, Victor Rancour has a podcast uh, that's that's pretty good. Service Business Mastery uh, with Tersh and Josh. So that's been a great resource as well. And if you just take those little nuggets and and plug them in and be consistent with it, um, you know you'll start to see results. There, there is no silver bullets. Um, learn your financials. I will say that that is my my weak point. Uh, something I would have done out of the gate to help me better plan. You know, coming out of Gary's boot camp, we have a uh, a marketing plan now. We've never done any kind of marketing. Uh, now that my time is free, I'm able to to extend out, do some marketing, and be there to support them. You know, the group uh, and the company itself. So uh, that's another important one. But use your resources; they're out there. It's almost
0: overwhelming how many resources there are. Chad, why do you think so many uh, contractors? big and small don't take advantage and, and again this is an egia program and and no and i'll i'll vouch for the fact that nobody prompted you to say that you know you went to the training and you're seeing a, you're seeing a return from it though correct yeah absolutely um you know but, I've, but I've, there are any... of... oh, i go ahead i'm sorry
1: no i was just saying i've been i've been you know part of other coaching groups and as far as the value that this brings But you have to make the time. I know you were about to ask. You have to make the time for it. Uh, Once you can get out of the truck, uh, which I'm out of the service truck, I'm still doing sales and basically running the install side of the company, uh, as well as GMing, you know, meetings and things like that. Once you can get out and apply your time, you know, get up at 5 a.m. and watch some of the videos, watch the financial, watch the budgeting, uh, watch the sales presentations. yep Use, you use the, the material in your meetings, uh, for the guys, for technician selling, um,
0: it's all there. So. It is all there. And it's amazing that not enough folks take advantage of the resources that are out there because you know, I've talked to contractors through the years, You know, I've been working with contractors for 20 something years, uh, 30 years. And, quite honestly, they'll say, well, I just don't have the time. And I'll say, look, you, you can't afford to not do these things. You know, you, you, it's like, I, I was, I was working with a consulting client and they said, well, you know, we, we, tell our, our employees, if you're in a, if you're in a general manager, you're juggling balls. Well, all the balls are green, but the red ball, the really important ball is profit. Make sure that ball doesn't drop. If you have to drop another ball, drop a ball. And I said, that's really not the right message because Every ball is as important as the other. if you if you if you kind of let customer service go, the profit's going to drop. If you let taking care of your employees go, the customer service is going to drop, which makes the profit drop. So you do have to make the time, you know and 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 that's one of the reasons we wanted you on here because you're aggressive, you know, you're you're forward thinking and that's that's the type of of uh, of contractor that helps to bolster the industry and the image, you know, because as you know, if a couple of bad contractors in a market are 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 going to just do things shady and do things under under the you know the the radar that can ruin it for really uh, high end contractors with a lot of integrity and a lot of care and concern for their customer um chad what what about um, you know the the EGIA program again again not to give EGIA a plug because they're all in on this anyway it's not like they're making <laughs> they're doing anything special uh, because of these plugs but I want to ask you, um, you 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 mentioned going to, to Drew's camp and you know I know Drew and Gary and well, Wally and and they're, I mean they're the best of the best and Drew's program and Russ's program I mean they're just absolutely astonishing what have you done differently since you've gone to drew's program uh just take drew for example have you changed anything have you changed any of your practices or your processes since going and sitting through some of uh, drew's classes
1: yeah as far as i have a coaching call with drew tomorrow actually um so we're gonna one thing we're working on is some different marketing pieces uh direct mail drew's a big fan of direct mail um so tomorrow we're gonna jump on we're gonna kind of hammer down on that in a little bit more in detail. Um, And then we're, we're, we're going to track that and and see how it does, but uh, it's great to be able to have him, you know, as, as a resource. I sat in the back of the boot camp with Drew and uh, you know, we got to chat a good bit. So uh, I consider him a a, a pretty good friend now. So, which, which is awesome. These guys are like celebrities to me. I always joke with him. But, but if you could tell me I can go hang out with, with Tom Brady
0: or Drew Cameron, I'm going to hang out with Drew every single time. I don't <laughs> care about <him>. all. <laughs> You know, Drew's an amazing guy, but I, I have a, and he's a humble man. But I have a feeling if he sees this video, he's gonna, he's gonna have to get a different hat for that head of his. Now you're absolutely uh, yeah. right, though. The, 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 he is an amazing guy. He's a good friend of mine too. He's a great guy, and he's a, he, he's a tremendous, tremendous instructor. Uh, hey, any parting thoughts, my friend? Anything you want to send the, uh, the viewers off with? Uh, you know, things you've learned, things you, you're excited about coming down the pipe here well i'm I'm
1: excited just to be able to uh, you know making making the jump uh, I thought I was gonna be a lot more stressed out, but uh, it's a lot less stressful than working two full time jobs uh and you know and and balancing other other business ventures and uh you know I have a six month old on top of that and a nine year old so uh things got busy but I would say just just keep in mind um you know s- some good reference points is and this is actually one of Drew's sayings is, you know, you can you eat an elephant one bite at a time, which is a very common saying. But there's a lot of truth to that. And there's a big difference in being busy and being productive. So keep that in mind, too, is as you're
0: working, um, try to be productive versus just being busy going through the day to day. Absolutely. Absolutely, great parting advice. Truly appreciated. Uh, listen, Chad, I know you're busy, and I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. It's been a thrill, and uh, and I'm I'm privileged to spend the time with you. Uh, I'm going to sign us off, but again, thanks so much. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate you guys having me on. All right, my friend. Don't go away though, Chad. I'm going to sign us off, and I'm going to be back uh, to close off some things with you. All right. Okay. All right, my friends, that's a wrap. Another episode of EGIA's Cracking the Code. With us today, Chad Bird from Georgia Air. Phenomenal conversation. He's got a lot of insight and he's got a lot of energy, so he's going to go very far. Until next time, I'm Scott Deming. We'll see you soon. Awesome content there from Scott and Chad. We appreciate it, guys. Listen, just FYI, Scott will be doing an interview like this once every month, so be on the lookout for more of these interviews in the future. Now, if you want more content like this to be delivered to your inbox every Monday, fill out the form to the right of this video. Well, folks, that's it for this week. We'll see you again very soon. Until then, my friends, bye-bye for now.